Do you feel like you need God's encouragement and wisdom throughout the week to take hold of His promise to fly like an eagle? You come to the right place. Welcome to Eagles on the Hill. Let's join our host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Hey, people, I am your host, Pastor Jeff Scheich. Thanks for joining us. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Search for Eagles on the Hill and hit the like button there as well. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts. Subscribe, follow us. Join us on our journey as we draw strength from Jesus to fly like an eagle. This is our second in our series on the commandments, the Ten Commandments. And if you missed the first one, this is the second one. Obviously, there's the first one. So go back and listen to that one. And then you can join us and be up to speed on this one. I want to share with you the scripture from which the commandments come. And that is in Exodus chapter 20. God spoke all these words. I am the Lord. So notice it's words, not commandments. I am the Lord your God who brought you out of Egypt, out of the land of slavery. That is the first word in the Jewish numbering. We talked about that on the previous video. The second word in the Jewish numbering is, you shall have no other gods before me. That is the first commandment in the Lutheran and Roman Catholic numbering. You shall have no other gods before me. Then, um, as if it can get uh, any more confusing, the um, Reformed churches, Baptist churches and others, add a commandment between verse 3 and verse 7 of Exodus chapter 20. So if you're a Baptist, you have learned the commandments this way. Number one, you shall have no other gods before me. Number two is a commandment about graven images. Verse 4 of Exodus 20, not on the screen right now. But you shall not make for yourself an image in the form of anything in heaven above, on the earth beneath, or the waters below, etc., etc. So that's number two in the Baptist rendering. The second commandment in the Lutheran rendering comes in verse 7, which is on the screen. So for Lutherans, which that's what we are, even though our numbering is wrong, the Jewish numbering is correct, I believe. But anyway, Lutheran numbering number one, you shall have no other gods before me. Number two, you shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God, for the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. That is the second commandment in the Lutheran numbering. You shall not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Now look at the end of this. For the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. That's that's a pretty uh, powerful statement at the end of that second commandment. Uh, that, that statement exists with no other commandment. Um, it doesn't exist with the commandment, you shall not murder or commit adultery or steal or any of the other commandments. Remember the Sabbath day? It's not there. The only commandment that has this statement, a strong statement, the Lord will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name, is here in this second Lutheran commandment, do not misuse the name of the Lord your God. Kind of strange that that commandment is that important, according to the traditional Lutheran understanding. I mean, we take it beyond this, but kind of if you ask your basic confirmation student, what does this mean? It means, well, you shouldn't say, God, I had a bad day. Wow, like that is so bad. Not that it's right. I'm not saying it's right, but it's so bad that God has to tag this line on that commandment that he will not hold anyone guiltless who misuses his name. It seems to me that the commandment must be talking about something more than just saying, God, I had a bad day. And indeed, I believe that's true. I take this from Dennis Prager. If you uh, don't know who Dennis Prager is, I would encourage you to find out. Dennis Prager is a Jewish uh, person. 
doesn't is not a believer in Jesus, has great wisdom, however. He's about in his mid-70s and has uh, tons of radio show, podcast kinds of things out there. You'll find his material, a lot of it, at PragerU, P-R-A-G-E-R, the letter U, PragerU.com. Dennis Prager is a person uh, from whom I've learned a lot, although he misses a lot in the sense that he doesn't know Jesus. Nevertheless, he knows Hebrew very well, speaks it fluently, and gives some insight into what this commandment is really talking about. This is how he translates this commandment. He says it really should be translated this way, do not carry the name of the Lord your God in vain. Do not carry the name of the Lord your God in vain. What does that mean? He says, well, here's what it means, is when we say that we are, in our case, Christians, I carry the name of Jesus around with me, that when people see me, they should see Jesus. When I violate this commandment, people see me, but instead don't see Jesus. They see me saying, I'm a Christian, I'm a Christian. They know I'm a Christian, but they don't see my actions, my words, matching what I'm saying about myself. I'm carrying God's name around in vain. I'm misusing God's name in that way. You might recall, uh, you could go back and listen to this podcast we did on Shiny Happy People. It's a uh, Amazon uh, Prime series, four-part series, that examined, uh, primarily examined Bill Gothard and the movement that Bill Gothard led in the uh, late 20th century, early 21st century. And Bill Gothard, uh, the further he got into his ministry, the worse it got. And many people, it turns out, were turned away from Jesus because of the actions of Bill Gothard, who carried the name of Jesus around. Uh, you might, you could substitute the names of any of the, you know, infamous TV preachers, typically you would think of them, who miscarry the name of Jesus, who carry the name of Jesus, but instead, by the way they carry the name, Jesus is mocked. How do we do that? What's an example of how we, as followers of Jesus, I'm not a TV preacher. I mean, you can find me on television since COVID, but I'm not a TV preacher in that sense. But how do we, as just average, everyday, ordinary Christians, potentially carry the name of Jesus in a way that would cause people to mock and to reject Jesus? I'll give you an example from my life. When I was in about 10th or 11th grade, I had a friend named Mike in high school. And uh, we played soccer together. I won't use his last name here. But uh, I was at that time growing in faith, going to church, um, claiming the name of Jesus. And I invited Mike to go to church with me, to go to youth group with me. When I invited Mike to go to youth group with me, I remember distinctly him turning around. Uh, it happened at the end of a social studies class. I can still picture it as if it was yesterday. Mike turns around and he says to me, why would I go to church with you? You don't act or talk any different than me. Wow. That was me carrying the name of Jesus in vain. To know that my actions, the way I was speaking, the type of language I was using, it was not good at that time. To know that the type of language I was using, the way I was acting, caused Mike to say, you, as a follower of Jesus, are no different than me. I have no interest in getting to know your Jesus. Now that is a serious sin. That is a sin about which I can imagine God saying that he would not hold anyone guiltless who carries his name in that way. There you go. There you have it. 
That's what that commandment, I believe, is about. That's what Prager would say it's about. I thank God for Jesus. I thank God that he died on the cross for me, that his blood was shed to cover all my sins, to cover the times in my life when I have violated each and every one of the Ten Commandments. And I hope you do too. Not I hope you violate the commandments, but I hope you thank God for Jesus and for his forgiveness, for uh, for the love of Jesus, which covers over a multitude of sins in my life and in yours. And I pray for Mike often. I've shared that story many times, and I pray for him each and every time. We want to be people who carry the name of Jesus in this way. I love the verse, Acts chapter 4, verse 13, as Peter and some of the other disciples of Jesus were uh, being put on trial. And as they spoke and as they saw the way these men acted, the people who were putting them on trial, they, the scripture says, I love this line, they took note that these men had been with Jesus. I want people, when they meet me, and when they see how I act, when they see how I talk, when they hear me and hear my language, to say and take note, that man has been with Jesus. I want to get to know that man's Jesus. That's what we got for you today. So uh, we want to encourage you to email us with uh, comments, questions. Email us at eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. That's all one word, no spaces, dashes, dots, underscores, eaglesonthehill211 at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Subscribe on our YouTube channel. Uh, like us there as well. Find us wherever you listen to podcasts and subscribe. Follow us there also. Remember the promise of God as we leave one another today in Isaiah 40, that those who hope in the Lord will renew their strength. They will fly on wings like eagles. They will run and not grow weary. They will walk and not be faint. Have a great day.